Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's that's 43 sizes in 22 different styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. What's up, Bachelor Nation? Welcome back to Bachelor Happy Hour. We have a good one for you this week. The Bachelorette is finally here. Charity, welcome. Welcome to Happy Hour. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to be here, ready to chat it up. See what we're going to dive into today. <laughs> Let's do it. Serena is, I am I am as well. Serena's very excited to meet you. I am. I'm so excited. Thanks. I can't believe it's halfway through your season. We haven't had you on yet. So I know. It's we have going lots by to cover. Fast. It's, going it's going back going so fast. So oh. fast. Wow. It must feel even faster for you, for sure. It, it does. Because I'm like, we just started this, but like, I'm low-key ready to like, <laughs> kind of get it everywhere. Get it going? Yeah. yeah. Was, the, was the lead up... Uh, how long did it feel for the lead up to the show? Like, you know, that, after you that wrapped? That felt like forever, truly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was like, because we wrapped like sometime in May, like the first week in May. And then obviously like my um, premiere wasn't until like June 26. So I was like this, that window in between. And then obviously doing so much. It was a lot, but like, I was like, come on, let's, let's get this going. And now it's like, it's breezing. <laughs> yeah. You're like the sooner it starts, the sooner it ends. Let's go. Yeah. Were yeah. there ever, were there ever days where you were like, totally forgot that you had just filmed a show? No. No. Okay. <laughs> Joe, Joe's saying that because he filmed a show a few months ago and it doesn't air for like a year. So there's days where he's oh, like, wow. oh my God, I literally forgot it was on that show and it hasn't even aired yet. But I feel like for you, the two month window, it's like all you're probably thinking about is like, okay, six weeks, five weeks, yes. four weeks. Yes. Like, I mean, my whole life is honestly this right now. So yeah. And it's it's different when you're, you I mean, you're the lead of the show. Mm-hmm. Right? The show is literally all, it's about you. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever think you're going to have a show about you? <laughs> <laughs> where, um, where are you now? Where are you in the world? So I am in Charlotte, uh, North Carolina right now. Um, and so just kind of going back and forth between here and LA, but Charlotte. Where you, okay. Where is that, I'm, that's where you live? Uh-huh. You like North Carolina? I do. I do. Very, Charlotte's like a good, like, combination of, like, 
city, but also like, I mean, I'm obviously from the South, so I'm used to like the small town feel. It kind of has like a good blend of those two. Okay. Nice. We're getting yeah. married in um, South Carolina. In South Carolina. Serena's Canadian, so. Okay. <laughs> my yes, my American geography isn't that good, but we're getting married in South Carolina in yeah, Charleston, Charleston, which is different Charleston than Charleston. Charleston is so beautiful. Oh my goodness. Charleston is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. And then we hear you've got an exciting trip starting today. Yes. Yeah, so we're headed out to Miami coming up this weekend. It'll be a little girls trip with a couple of bachelor girls. Um, me, Kat. Kylie, Jess, and Mercedes. I feel like your season, more than most, you guys have done so many girls trips. Like, you've stayed really close, which is nice. Yeah, it is actually really refreshing. Um, Obviously, like, it's a blessing to come into, like, this whole experience and, like, to have, like, or to find friends. And um, these girls truly are everything to me. So it's it's really good to have them still, obviously, in my corner as I'm navigating this, too, um, on my own. So, yeah. (laughs) Where are you guys staying in Miami? Uh, we're at the Good Time Hotel. Oh, you didn't have to give me the hotel. It's more like a oh, South sorry. Beach. Or- <laughs> we, uh, here is the address. This is where she'll be this weekend. <laughs> sorry. Well, I was like, here you go. You want the room number? Yeah. We are at like, the Good Time Hotel. <laughs> it is 826 South Beach Avenue. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, nice. Don't worry. I um, this podcast is going to come out when you're pro- you're only going for the weekend. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. you're good. Back. You'll be back. <laughs> you guys going to go to Bodega? Go to Bodega. That's a cool old bar. Until okay, I'll put it on the list. I'll yeah. put it on express. <laughs> That's a fun one. All right. Um, we should probably we should probably get into some kind of an interview. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, charity bachelorette. Um, I guess my first question is when did it when did it finally hit you that you wore the bachelorette? Like after after Zach's season, you mm-hmm. rap, they ask you, but like when does it really like, oh, this shit's real? Um, it honestly didn't hit me until I wanna say a little bit leading up to night one, which is like so much further down the line. Um, not even while I was doing like the big like press shoot for ABC like that, like it was so surreal still in that moment i was like okay i'm just kind of going through the motions but obviously having a blast doing it but leading up to night one and like kind of getting those feelings of like nervous energy again that was kind of that moment for me where i was like oh like this is this is real like i'm actually about to be the one that is in control leading this show um and night one obviously i just was almost blacked out so (laughs) okay (laughs) what guys what guys night one left the biggest impression um like I would some... say, let's go at yeah after night one i would have to say um warwick and then joey even though we lacked eye contact yeah. <laughs> that, whole, that whole conversation it was still a good conversation um i'd have to say dot and limo entrance was so like just i felt like comfortable with him and it was like we had like this contagious like energy together um aaron b he was great and then xavier so yeah it's so interesting because i feel like the guys you listed four of them yes we really saw the connection one of them specifically warwick we saw that connection did not develop as i'm assuming you expected it to i definitely i think i put i don't want to say i put expectations on him but like it's obviously like oh like i had a good first impression of him and it's like oh i'm eager to learn more and so that's truly why i felt like i gave him that one-on-one i was like i'm i'm wanting to like get more individualized time with you and i it just was a date that just 
we were on two separate pages, truly, like totally different people, which is fine, but it was awkward. Yeah. Well, see, I thought for me, I don't know, maybe I, I, I probably overthink it, but I thought you asked Warwick on that day kind of like, yeah, I'm not sure about this guy. So let me check him. Let's let me take him on a date, but I'm probably going to send him home. Well, you're not, I guess, yeah, like a little bit of both. It's like, I definitely okay. wanted to get to know more, but like, it's always like that what if of like, if we don't like get along or if things don't like mesh up together. So I kind of did, but like, I definitely was not expecting it to go as south as it did. I did not. I was like, okay, he's going to give me something. When I got nothing, that's when I was like, all right, yeah, this is not it. It just seemed like, yeah, there was just no connection on both sides. Like, it seemed like you both went your separate ways. You were like, bye, Warwick. He was like, bye, Charity. That was right. that. Taking a nap in the car. I was like, I wish I could do that. But yeah, no, we were, <laughs> we were, we're on good terms. That's good. <laughs> all right. So Charity, we got you lying already on the podcast because you didn't mention Brayden. And you gave him the first impression, Rose. That's so sad. <laughs> That's uh, very telling. So, Lie number one. So, you, but we do see, I want to talk about the conversation with you and your brother where he's like, I don't trust this Braden guy and I'm not yeah, really yeah. into him. And you kind of just went opposite, which I thought was a power move. And I was like, good for you. Like, like I believe you're taking in his information, but you're going to make your own decisions. Absolutely. But yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. Um. I mean... It's like, I feel like I get this question a lot, but it's just like, obviously, like, I think what we see is honestly, as real as it was in the moment too, for like me and Brayden's relationship. Um, and especially after night one, like the conversation, like I think out the limo, like obviously we took shots. So I was like, he knows me like, great, already off to, to a good start. But um, that conversation, we just had like a lot I felt in common. And then him just like bringing up like, you know, the qualities that he saw as to why he even like wanted to come on the show. Um really stood out to me. So it's like, I felt really comfortable around him. And that night is extremely chaotic. There's a lot going on, as we know. And so to have a conversation where you're just like, huh, like you can just like let out a sigh of relief and just be yourself. Like that's honestly what I felt around Braden. He's very charismatic. Um, so I was really caught off guard, obviously, like watching it back and kind of seeing like the interviews and seeing like kind of what was happening behind the scenes with, with the guys. And then obviously what he like shared with my brother. So um, when my brother got a chance to talk to me that night, he did share a lot more about like a, a few other guys, but like in specifics, like Braden was kind of one that kind of came up a lot of just crossing that line between confident and cocky, which he knows like confidence is something that I'm really looking for in a guy. And so um, <laughs> when I had that conversation, I was like, I don't know, it's like almost part of me was a little defensive because I was like, that's not what I got from him. Like I didn't get like cocky, but obviously you're seeing something that I'm not. So um, I didn't want to add too prematurely on it. So I was like, I'm going to take your information, but we'll see. Like, obviously, we'll keep them around and see if that obviously plays out to be what it is. And if not, then I'll be right in this situation. Okay. No, right. I liked that. Yeah. I like that you were like, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt right now because, you know, your brother, obviously, you trust his advice. He's your brother. But you've right. also been in Braden's shoes where it's like it's night one. It's so hectic. Like, it's a whole new experience. So, like, maybe he just needs to kind of, like, settle into that. Yeah. Um, obviously, it didn't work out. But, <laughs> <You're> not. <laughs> but that's okay. You know, you're only going to end up with one guy. Right. <laughs> and I, I promise you this whole interview is not going to be about Brayden, but oh, it's since, since you woke since you woke up and you were ready to go this morning is what you told yeah. us. Let's um, do it. There was a comment, can she just not be the bachelorette and mm -hmm. be herself? Yeah. What's up, Charity? What do you have to um, say to that? <laughs> that 
that comment, honestly, it's not the first time I heard it. Um, but I just didn't know. Again, this is the whole problem with me and Brayden. It's like what is told with me also gets shared again as a topic of discussion for the guys in the house. And that was like a problem for me. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But when it comes to that comment, Brayden actually did share that with me on our one-on-one date. He yeah. just was like not really, I guess, easing into the comfortability of just like what this whole thing was, like what it, it the premise of it. And so I was trying to be like very comforting and like telling him like, I'm exactly what you're seeing is like, this is charity. Like you're going to get this here. You're going to get this when this show is over with. Like there's no like non-authentic version of myself. And so that's kind of what I took it when he kept bringing that up. It's like, I just want you to be off for a second. I'm like, well, I don't get to be off. Like, I don't know what you mean by that. It's like, I'm the bachelorette, but like, I'm also not just the bachelorette. I'm charity. Like this is what I am. And it's like, I'm, having conversations with you. I'm trying to get to know you. I don't know what you mean by this, but I think for him, like that was like a tactic for him to just kind of use to his advantage in a sense of like, I guess I don't, I really don't know what his intentions were with all of that, but it, it came across to me as like, he was trying to label me as like, not this authentic person. Um, but I could be wrong, but there's yeah. no turning off the bachelorette. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you you're might not be seeing every right. single side of me right now because I'm the bachelorette, but the sides you are seeing are a hundred percent me. And you can't like fault me for the position I'm in because exactly. you're here because I'm the bachelorette. Right. So it's kind of like, yeah, I, it's, it's hard. We all love the good things in life, but that doesn't mean you want to or can't afford to pay top dollar for every little luxury. Then Serena and I discovered Quince. Quince is our go-to for luxury essentials at affordable prices. They offer a range of high-quality items at prices within reach. So you'll find 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters starting at $50. There are washable silk tops and dresses, 14-karat gold jewelry, and more. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices with premium fabrics and finishes. I don't know about you, Serena, but I love my silk pillowcase. It's literally my favorite new item. They're so nice. I think my favorite has to be the jewelry at Quince. I have the bold wavering and I'm obsessed with it. Give yourself the luxury you deserve with Quince. Go to quince.com slash bachelor for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash bachelor to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash bachelor. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What was the moment that really was like, because you gave him a lot of patience and like you guys had a lot of conversations and it really looked like you were both, especially you trying to kind of make it work and get past his concerns. What was the moment where you were like, okay, like my patience is up. This isn't going to work out. Yeah. Um, honestly, it was, I probably, I, I, I don't want to say I have any regrets from the show, but like, you know, the moment where I'm like threatening to like take back his rose, I really should have acted then. But I was like, in my head, I always like, kind of overanalyze things a little bit too much and it's like well what if I do it too soon and then like something changes so that's kind of where my like head was at in that moment but like when the whole skimania like on that group day Brayden was really just uh, as Tanner said do less like Brayden was doing so much that day it was like starting to just like in a way like irritate me because I was you like I don't know why- <laughs> I was like why are you acting like this like it was such erratic behavior and it was just like again like Tanner said overcompensating for something and I saw like he was just being way more like voiceful and doing a lot more so I was like okay this like we're gonna have to have a a conversation tonight little did I know like things were going to escalate to that manner um but like in that moment whether or not he if he had not said like I can't do this anymore like I would have still probably sent him home because I just was at like the peak with him and I couldn't I couldn't take anymore I I think he's I think he's a nice guy I just think he wasn't ready you know like I I agree just just yeah. as simple as that. Like, he just yeah. really wasn't ready for the show. Um, okay, what about... Let's talk a little bit about Aaron B. Because he, <laughs> he brought up a lot of the Braden issues. Um, is that something that that you wanted as a lead? Or... <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I think I made it... Well, I don't know if I necessarily made it clear to the guys. Like, um, just to kind of, like, focus on our relationship. But like, I, I felt like I reiterated, like not to bring anything up to me unless it was like oh, a severe issue. And so like with this Braden thing and kind of like this feud between A and B, um, I didn't really understand it. And so <laughs> I was like, OK, like, what's the point in bringing this up right now? But obviously it was like irritating Aaron B enough. And then I can kind of see I was starting to like pick up on the energy from like the other guys in the house. So then that's when I kind of like started to focus on it. But initially it's like, I didn't want that to be the case because I know how it can go. It like it takes up too much time in the conversations and we, we don't have all the time in the world. Yeah. And I mean, there were a plethora of guys, I feel like specifically two in the beginning who were bringing a lot of the brain drama to you, like right out of the gate. And those guys we obviously saw go home. I feel like there just really wasn't a connection there either. But with Aaron B, you know, we focus on him because he's the one that kind of brought the drama to your attention and is still here. How did that affect your connection? Because obviously he has a strong enough connection. He's going to hometowns. Yeah. But how did him bring the Braden drama to you? Do you feel like it brought you closer? Do you feel like it, you know, maybe kind of had you guys feel a little bit further apart? I think um, not necessarily like I guess it focusing ne- like primarily on the Braden drama. But I think just again, like the time, like we don't have a lot of time. And so like our conversation then started to shift from just like us growing our connection to now focusing on the Braden stuff. So then that's when I was like, okay, 
we're not getting a whole lot of time. So I kind of felt like our connection had kind of um, or was starting to get to like a pause. And then that was like where it was concerning for me, because like obviously we see like Aaron B got the first um, one on one of the season. So I was in a, a position of where I like saw like a, a like the trajectory of him going like truly all the way. And it's like, I don't know where this is taking us. And it it was kind of confusing for me in that moment. So, yeah, I just didn't really I, don't, I would say I don't really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. What What's more exhausting being um, being a contestant or being the lead? The lead, hands down. Yeah. Hands down. There's no way that you could prepare for this. Has there ever been, was there ever a moment in the show um, like that you're like, I'm in over my head. Like I, I, I'm, this is too much. Um, yeah, it definitely picked up around uh, fantasy suites. Like after in that transition from hometown into fantasy suites, that's when I was like, my head started to become really clouded. It's like, I felt like I was clear minded before then. And then a lot of like, I think my emotions just really took, like started to take over because I knew what was like coming at the end. And so as much as like the contestants and the guys were like probably navigating their own like feelings of like, oh, am I ready to propose? Like, what does this look like? I was also kind of going through that. And I think it's like I came in with the my head set on like, oh, yes, absolutely engagement. But then I saw myself kind of like started to second guess that myself. And like that was like really scary because I was like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. And I feel like even this past week we saw you starting to show a lot of emotion for the guys you're sending home and we yep. definitely want to touch on like your connection with sean and tanner because hot sean hot sean i'm hot so sean. sorry have you heard about hot sean <laughs> hot what is hot sean i'm missing it that's sean 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 to fill you in <laughs> we were on chicks in the office this week which i believe you've met uh Rhea and fran as well yeah, yeah yeah and they let us know that sean used to work at barstool as an, an intern, intern. intern. Uh -huh. and his nickname was hot Sean. So okay. we've taken on that nickname as well for him. But okay. we um, personally didn't really see a super strong connection with you and Sean or you and Tanner. And feel free to like correct us if we're totally off on that. Yeah. But you definitely got super emotional sending both of them home. Um, so yeah, is there like a disconnect? Were you just maybe a little overtired slash felt bad for hurting them feelings like where did those let's, let's talk from? about hot sean first and then we'll talk about tan yeah yeah, yeah yeah um with sean i definitely will say like i don't want to say he was one of like the lesser connections like most of my connections at that point were all strong but obviously tanner and sean both had had less time and they were the ones that obviously did not have a one-on-one -on -one. um so with sean our connection really kind of take a took a turn in oceanside obviously he won the um, Barbie group date. And so we had a really um, heartfelt conversation in Oceanside that obviously did not make air and that wasn't shown. So I think yeah. that that obviously leaves viewers a little confused. But that conversation for me was really um, touching in a sense that we connected on a lot. And he also like recognized a lot and saw a lot. So I kind of do wish that was shown, but it wasn't. So I think that does leave viewers like a little confused. Um, so that's kind of where our connection really did pick up. And then same with Tanner. Um, I feel like obviously a lot of these conversations aren't being shown and it's fine. Um, but yeah, the same thing with Tanner. It's like Tanner was someone who it did obviously start off really slow and uh, we didn't have one-on-ones. We didn't have a lot of time, but the time that we did have, it was really like Tanner made sure to like truly connect and like he didn't waste time like talking about frivolous things. Like he was really trying to get to know me and I saw like, or I felt his intention in that. And so that that was very different than what I felt like a lot of the other guys who I did had sent home. 
um, or maybe like in this past week with, um, you know, John B going home. It was one of those connections where I was like, I probably already envisioned like him probably not being the one at the end. And I couldn't fathom like probably bringing him on along even more to like hurt. So um, kind of a little bit of that of just like the emotional goodbyes with Sean and Tanner too was just, I didn't, I felt bad about like hurting them because I knew like this was not an ideal situation. Being on a two-on-one um, is not ideal in any circumstance. And so yeah, I did feel awful about that. But also, yeah, at, at some point and to some degree, we did have um, a connection. It just wasn't, it was nowhere nearly as strong as the ones that were going on. Gotcha. No, that's wow. great insight. And it's funny because Joey, when we had him on the podcast, I remember him saying that Tanner is like not one for small talk. He yeah, really good. is big on like in-depth conversations. And I was kind of waiting to see that with him. No. And we just never really got a chance. So getting to hear like, that there were these meaningful conversations had that we just weren't privy to see does kind of give a little bit of context to these really heartfelt goodbyes. Right. And everyone's probably going to be confused, but that's okay. <laughs> that's he's, okay. A, he's a, he's a likable guy too. Uh, something I want to ask because um, I, I felt this when, when I was in paradise, um, and I'm just curious when you were on the Barbie day, Jojo and Jordan were there Remember? seeing them, like seeing them for, I, I don't know if you met her before, but like seeing them together, in that moment and then go being part of the show does it give you hope like this this could work do you yeah, feel anything um, that? yeah it definitely did and i think i i said that on the date it's just like they are such an inspiration obviously um i watched jojo season so like that was my first time like actually meeting her like in person and so like obviously to have her there and to then to see jo uh, jordan with her um like their interactions like they're just such a loving couple and i realized like obviously they're still together so it does work um and I think for the guys, like me explaining that and talking about their relationship really did give me hope um, that, you know, at the end of all of this, no matter how hard it is, it's going to all be worth it. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Because I, I felt that like when we were in paradise and um, Dean and Kaylin came down and I was yeah. just like, yeah. Well, that's good because that was the exact day you proposed to me. So I'm glad they gave you some hope on our proposal day. <laughs> no, no, no. They came down. They came down. And then I proposed a few days later. But they were there for the like, proposal. You're too. right. Sorry. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I don't know what the I'm fuck like, I'm Jesus. talking about. D little did I know Dean and Caitlin pushed it over the edge <laughs> towards like, the proposal. <laughs> I just want to be like Dean and Caitlin. Um, okay. So let's talk a little bit about... Um, We've kind of, um, I've, I've, Dotton's been my, my favorite from the beginning, um, mm -hmm. as far as like your connection with him, mm -hmm. um, you've been, you've been giving him, um, some like extra time, it seems like, or at least like intentional yeah. private time. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that. And then he's got two back-to-back one-on-one dates. Yeah. So what was kind of the, uh, motivation to give that second one-on-one to Dotton versus maybe someone like Aaron B who hasn't had a one-on-one -on -one in a while. So with Dotton, obviously, I think we see him as someone who is extremely, like he has this emotional depth to him. And so our conversations, like, I mean, we saw it on our first one-on-one -on -one date. Um, <clears throat> when I'm with him, there's a lot of like things that like we talk about and that I haven't necessarily shared with a lot of other people. So I think for me that like, it's almost stimulating in a sense that it's like it leaves me like wanting or craving for more. And so um, following the bungee jumping date and then heading into New Orleans, um, that was a date that was like super early. We did the Crescent Classic City, 
run. And so I, that was an early morning and I was like, okay, like when I knew I was doing that date and I had to figure out like, who did I want to take on that date? Um, I obviously did like go down the line of like who possibly I could take and, and what that would be like. Um, but with Dawton, it was like, yeah, like, why not? Like, let's continue our connection. Um, obviously it did rub a lot of the guys wrong. Um, especially, um, Aaron B because like that was a city that was like super, um, relevant to him. But at that time, like, obviously there's a lot going on and I, I just didn't like honestly even think of that. But yeah, with, with Dalton, it's just like, there's, there's something special and it was a special time that we had and we got to spend in New Orleans together. So yeah, I'm not regretful for giving him two one-on-ones back to back. I, yeah, I think you as a viewer, like, and why I like your connection with Dalton the most is you just seem the most comfortable. It just, it just seems like you guys are like, we said it, like you were like watching you in your living room. Like you guys are just kind of chilling and, and that makes sense. Yeah. I think you, I think you made the right choice there. <laughs> uh, okay. Who else, who else do we got here? Let's, um, we have Joey. We'll touch on Joey. But, okay. Um, I want to talk about Xavier because Xavier, when you went on the one-on-one date with Xavier and I felt the same way, this is kind of how I felt about the Warwick date. I felt like you were sending Xavier home until he the opened up at the conference. Is that, is that right? That is correct. Um, nice. I Good my job, head. Joe. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I was in my head all day about that date um, in Washington. It's just like Xavier does have like, he's such a contagious person, but like at times he has these like tactics that I don't know if he just has done in his past dating experience, but it's like for me, I'm also craving for a guy that can just give emotional depth to and have this emotional intelligence. And I like asking questions that are going to challenge you. And I feel like sometimes, um, and we don't really always see it, but we see it a little bit on, you know, the date um, in Washington. He kind of deflects a little bit and he uses like flirtation. Like flirting. he's hitting on you. I, yeah, I was like, I was like, quit hitting on you. You're, you're yeah, already on the date. He uses yeah. flirtation as like yeah. a way to like kind of avoid the conversation. And I picked up on that. So then that's kind of like where I'm referring to is like, he reminds me of my ex because it's like I could never get past a certain point. So like that whole like narrative of like, oh, can he be a boyfriend? Sure. But is he husband? Like, I don't know if he can get there. But then obviously, like he got extremely vulnerable at that dinner. And so like hearing about his mom, hearing about like, you know, his pursuit in his career of, as to why like he feels like that's his purpose. Like that really did resonate a lot with me. We talked a lot more about family and also like just what his goals are in life. And so, yeah, that was honestly the saving grace for him because otherwise I think he would have probably would have been out of there. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I've liked seeing your guys's um, connection grow because a hundred percent that first one-on-one is really when we first got to see you guys together. And Joe is like, this guy is on the date acting like he's trying to pick her up to go on Literally, a date. I'm like yeah. you already had the date. Yeah. She's like, no. you're on the date, buddy. Like you are currently on the date with the girl. Stop <laughs> hitting on yeah, her. You got her. You Even got though her. it was fun and flirty and cute. Um, I think we as viewers were also waiting for him to kind of get deep and open up. And obviously we saw his story in his intro package for the right. show, but we weren't able to have that conversation for the two of you yet. And then the night portion, I feel like we as viewers saw you kind of relax and be like, okay, like there's a deeper connection here to work with. For sure, for sure. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you with lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports. These silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothing. Or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. I've been wearing a few pieces from the Body by Victoria collection, and I can honestly say they are all super comfortable and fit very well underneath clothing. I love wearing them. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44, that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And then this week we see Xavier, I like Xavier, we see him drop another bomb where he's just like, yeah, you know, I just, I don't know if I'm ready for just one woman. That's the thing, again, that was the struggle. It's just like, it's this constant, like, one week we're here and then one week, you know, we're feeling different. And so it's like this constant, like, just shift. And that was a lot for me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, we'll see how things like obviously play out. But it, it was a lot. Yeah. It definitely not was. not to be like ageist right now, but how yeah. old is he? He is uh, 27. He's the same age as me. Okay. I was just and what, what was his saving grace, though? And this week's episode, because after he did say that, I was like, you were you you were like, oh, that's that's not good. Um, I think the saving grace again was just like the fact, and, and this is like maybe like sad to say, but I think it's like the fact that he was willing to like continue to try and willing to mm-hmm. see. Um, I can't fault him for like not knowing right now that oh, I'm 100% set on an engagement, and I know I can because truly that's probably a little bit unrealistic. But um, the fact that I think he was just like still open to it and he didn't completely close off. That's why I was like, okay, let's, you know, let's give this thing a shot. Um, and obviously where I was at and where my numbers fell with who I had left, like Sean and Tanner, our connection, like I, I just did not feel comfortable going to meet their families and not having that, that time or that connection where it should be. 
So Xavier was further, much further along. Um, I obviously still could have sent him home, but um, I, I wanted to kind of just see if we could get there. Sure. I don't think that's sad to say at all. Mm-hmm. I think that totally makes sense. Like we felt that his fear was kind of relatable in a way of like, oh my God, like one person for the rest of my life can be scary for people. But he definitely saved himself from that comment of like, but I'm still, I still want that in my life. Right. Like it wasn't right. like he was like, I'm scared. And like, I don't know if I'm ready for that or if I even want that, but let's keep dating. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, he definitely, he saved himself so good. <laughs> he also just looked really tired. I was like, maybe he's just tired. Always looks tired. Like, I'm, I'm watching his IT back, and I'm like, Xavier, open your eyes. <laughs> he's just trailing off after. after, after Every time that. he does an interview, I'm like, it must be like two in the morning. He looks so and tired. And I'm on a day with a beautiful girl. I'm like, we can't see your eyes. So that's-, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's funny. Okay, so last person in um, your top four that we want to chat about is Joey. Joey. And I would say besides the no eye contact night one, like it seems like it's very smooth. Mm -hmm. And is that how it is? Yes. Um, Me and Joey's connection continuously grows at a just very like consistent and good rate. It's not too quickly and it's not like we're trailing behind. Um, and I feel like for me and him, like, obviously this was like a, another turning point in our relationship this week in New Orleans, where we have a very important conversation surrounding like interracial dating and just like meeting his family. Um, I think me not realizing maybe ahead of time as open as Joey was, I think for me, like that was like something that I really like, like it just continued to captivate me. And so, um, yeah, Joey is someone who's just super special. He has just a pure heart. And I, I feel like I'm, I get the, the full Joey every time I'm with him, but he's also just has a calming presence. So like for me, like that's really what I need as a lead in the show, but like in, in real life, like he's just a, a rock. Yeah. Yeah. Then, that's interesting. You say you feel like you got the full Joey the entire time. Cause then we see in the promo for next week for hometowns, I believe it's his dad that is saying, are you getting the full Joey? Can you kind of tease going into next week what we're going to get from Joey's family and all the other guys' families? Yeah. Um, you know, for the most part, hometowns do go pretty smoothly. But, you know, it, it's not truly a hometown uh, episode without some some families asking hard-hitting questions. And so we do see um, in the preview with Joey's family, his uncle, Uncle Joe, um, mentions that he questions to me do I feel like I'm getting the full Joey or do I feel like I'm seeing the full Joey and for me um that was extremely scary to hear or to have that like brought up to me because like I just said I feel like I get the whole Joey every time yes. that I'm him and so um yeah that that definitely left me feeling a little uneasy I'm not gonna lie and so mm-hmm. that um potentially could be uh, a problem for us uh, later down the road but um yeah and i think even with like xavier's family like we we have a lot of conversations revolving the readiness of the guys and um just kind of seeing what their families have to say about that which might be a different take on what some of the guys have expressed to me so it's very interesting so we'll see how how next week plays out but it'll be a good one that is such a scary question to me. Joey's dad asking, do you feel like you're getting the whole Joey? Because that was my deepest fear on the show the whole time. Yeah. But you can't know. 
you, you never just have to trust that they're showing you everything, but you don't know what you don't know. So you can't be like, no, I, I am or I'm not. Like, it's exactly. just your best guess. And that's what I, yeah, what I if said. If I'm Joey, I'm like, hey, uncle, go fuck yourself. Why are you asking <laughs> that kind of question right now? Right, and I'm sure like, it left him like probably feeling, a, a, you know, a certain type of way. And he probably was like, that's not a question that should be brought up. But, you know, I'm not mad at it. Obviously, like, I appreciate the challenging questions because it, it allows me to kind of now like get not now i'm always in la la land but it kind of allows me to like shift gears a little bit and be like all right let's be like realist like as much mm-hmm. as possible here yeah speaking- also no offense to joey's uncle i'm just joking <laughs> 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 um, speaking of families how has your family and friends been watching this season back how did they feel when you became the bachelorette all the way up until now has it been yeah. like nothing but love support it hesitation has nothing, yeah it has been nothing but love and support um you know, as we've seen, my family's just tremendous and they're just the greatest. Um, so obviously my brother is having the best time. <laughs> he is like, I'm ready to see really like how all this really turns out. Um, but yeah, my mom and dad are doing great. My other siblings, they're just, everyone's just back home watching it and tuning in every week. But my friends, I think they're also like just now becoming super Bachelor fans, which is so funny because a lot of them didn't really watch the show before. Um, so now they're just like all really into it and just being, being, good friends that's so fun as my friends have said many times the show will never be more exciting than when you know someone know on someone it. on it absolutely yeah. yeah um what uh two questions real quick what was the best thing you ate in new orleans oh my gosh um so me the and grilled Donna oysters yes oh my god those oysters are like so good i would eat like two dozens like i'm insane <laughs> so, yeah there's they're they're so incredible good. um and then uh Quick question before, because I know you have something too. Um, out of the last four guys, the four hometown guys, were there any of those guys that were up for potentially not getting a rose night one? Oh, that's a good question. Like, was there anyone that she was about to send home yeah. night one based off first impression that now is here? Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Um, not really, um, but if anything, I'd have to say it would be maybe Dalton just because we didn't get time. But like, mm-hmm. again, like I was like his limo entrance still captivated me enough to where I was like, we clearly have something here, even if we didn't have a full conversation to sit down. So like, I mean, that was that's the best way I can answer that. But like, I feel like the top four, I definitely like hit it out the part um, from the right from night one to where we're at now. Yeah. Yeah, when we had him on the podcast, he was like, I didn't get to talk to her night one. So he's like, and I was one of the last roses. So I really didn't know what was going to happen. I was like, Don, you're pretty good looking and quite tall. Like, I feel like you're going to be okay. (laughs) (laughs) I do want to ask you on the topic of, you know, your friends and family, you've seen a lot of love and support. I feel like people are loving you as Bachelorette, but you did wake up this morning and choose violence and we cannot not chat about it. So you put on threads i did uh, which i can't believe we're talking threads now like oh my god r.i.p twitter and on your instagram story i'm gonna read it for people charity said maybe it's time we stop getting dating advice from unqualified tv personalities who like bashing women for the sake of views and then the little hands up emoji which is my favorite emoji to use personally (laughs) do you want to comment on that at all or expand or Um, tell us where that came from um and i will say start off with a disclaimer um I have only listened to like two, not even fully all the way through. I don't even want to give him that much credit, but um, two of Nick Vial's um, podcasts. 
and um, just some of his takes on my season. It's just very interesting because I feel like it is extremely harsh at times. And not that like opinions really matter, but it's like to the point where it's like it's so vastly different than clearly what the rest of America is seeing. And it's like you I don't know if you have something against me. I don't know. You've never met you. Um, but like just some of the like verbiage that he uses, like I have extremely like ridiculous pick me energy. I'm a recovering pick me um, saying I like pretty guys. That's why I would never end up with like certain casts, like some of the contestants. I was like, this is like also disrespectful to them. Um, it's just, it's a reach. It's a reach. And we know why he's doing it because obviously it's clickbait and it gets people like listening, but he can find someone else to do that with because it's not welcome over here. So, so sorry, Nick. Well, we love some clapback energy from our bachelorette. Will we be seeing this at the Mentel L coming up? Because oh. we are going to be visiting with all the men again, which Joe and I are very excited to watch. Absolutely, we will. <laughs> so everyone, <laughs> the state. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, seeing you on the Mental All. Who are you nervous to see? Is there anyone you're nervous to see? And you can't, obviously, you can't spoil anything either. Right, so, right, right. Um, yeah. I'm not nervous to see anyone. Um, what type of energy will they come in with? Obviously, we know, like, I feel like, the obvious Braden's going to come in and um, whether or not he will come in with this uh, erratic energy or not, I don't know. But um, I will always meet people with grace. But I think it's important that, you know, I hope he takes accountability for like some of like his behaviors and, you know, some of the things that we were seeing in comparison with how he talked to me and then what he shared with the guys, not bashing him in any sense of like the stuff he talked about was very realistic. But just some of those behaviors that were um, at times, I think, manipulative, especially when he came back to apologize. Like that apology was not even for me. It was for himself. So um, we'll see how everything plays out. But if anything, I feel like he's going to be just a topic of discussion. So, yeah. Yeah, well, he definitely will. I yeah. feel like... <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that if he had just left when you guys went your separate ways, it might have been a little different. I think him coming back right. to basically accept your apology that you weren't giving to him yeah kind of shot him in the foot okay. and i feel like that is gonna make it such a hot topic and that is probably the conversation i'm most excited to yeah. hear just because i feel like there's a lot to be said between the two of you especially after being able to watch it back and absolutely have you see as itms absolutely there'll be yeah. a lot that will be shared so yeah can't wait All right. do you <laughs> want to uh you want to play a game with us absolutely i love games all right, let's do it. Rapid fire. You want to read them off? Sure. Rapid fire, Charity. First thing that comes to your head, boom. All right. Are you ready? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. What is the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? Um, I do three gratitude. Well, I hit snooze first, but then I do my three gratitude. So I find three things I'm thankful for. The people on your season are so healthy. I wake <laughs> yeah, up, yeah. I snooze my alarm three times and then I scroll yeah. on my phone for about 20 minutes. <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, I need to. I need to change my habits. I do that afterwards, but like I, I have to like I program myself. I was like, let's get out. Let's say my gratitude, and then we'll get out of bed. No, that's amazing. I need some no. new habits. How, <laughs> how do you like your pizza? Um, I'm pretty classic. So, um, cheese and pepperoni. Like nice. Yeah, nice. nice. Every majority of guys in your season all said pineapple. Yeah. Oh God. Did I I think yeah. Everyone uh, we've had, no. except I think Dotton, has yeah. said pineapple plus like mushrooms or pineapple and ham. But Dotton lives in Brooklyn, and so that juice. makes sense. Yeah, that makes me scared. Yeah, you should be scared. You got <laughs> some psychos on your season. It's the season. San Diego boys. That's what okay. It is. it is. Yeah, it's a it's a West they're, Coast thing. They're gone. <laughs> best, <laughs> best dating advice you ever received. 
Um, best dating advice to love yourself first before you can love anyone else. Um, become secure, know yourself in and out so that that way when you're getting to know someone else as well, like it's just easier. What is your go-to cocktail? Um, I'm a French 75 girly. Like champagne is like my go-to, but I love, let's add a little shot of tequila or vodka in there I, or gin. I like switch it up sometimes. So yeah. I love that. That's a funny See, I hate champagne. Is that weird? Yeah. What are you guys going to do on your wedding day? I like champagne. I think we're just going to do old fashions. Joe's going to yeah. have an old fashioned. <laughs> Everyone else will champagne toast. I mean, I'll, I'll, listen, I'll, dr- you know, like I'll, I'll toast and I'll, I'll have a sip. I, I, Hate's a strong word. I just like... I don't, if it's in front of you, like, like, like yeah. given to you, you'll drink it, but you will never, ever order shit. You know what? I think it's because it gives me a headache. That's fair. Mm. Yeah, I guess that's fair. It this does. is also not, a, this is not about me, so I don't know why I'm <laughs> talking right. I literally yelled and said rapid fire and I haven't shut up, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, who is one person living or not that you would like to have dinner with? Um, does my celebrity crush count? Of yeah. course. Michael B. Jordan. Ah, that's a good one. <laughs> um, what is one word or phrase that your friends use to describe you? Um, compassionate. Do you have any bad habits? Um, bad habits. Um, I don't know if this is a habit, but I don't drink enough water. So that I, yeah, I got to get, I got to get right. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So first yeah. three gratitudes in the morning. Second, <laughs> chug a glass of water. Yeah, water. <laughs> um, what is your go-to karaoke song? Um, anything by Whitney Houston. So um, like dance with somebody. Um, I will always love you. That's like really when the vocals come out. So I, you're you're um, getting up there singing. I will right, always that's love you. <laughs> that's after a few glasses of champagne. That's what I'm saying. I gotta like really be bold, and then I'll just let it loose. But yeah. <laughs> what is the current screensaver photo on your phone? Oh my gosh! Um, all right, shout out to Bradford. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can see Bradford, it. Bradford, you're wow. holding the bags. Yeah, so like, uh-oh, this one is like my little canvas bag with my face on it. So like he let me obviously take a picture with him, which I don't know if he's ever done with anyone. So No, I don't think he has. That yeah, is so like, cute. Like, wow. for, for people listening, Bradford is one of the producers on the show. And every season he takes photos holding these two plastic bags. <laughs> like they're so like old he's been using them for forever and charity got a bag photo with bradford which is iconic um if you could visit anywhere in the world where would you go um i feel like my answer hasn't changed because i still haven't been yet but greece i really want to go to santorini and i need to go quickly separately um next summer we'll try and get that on my list that would be amazing yeah well i think i think well i mean we don't know if you're engaged but if you are i have a pretty romantic maybe maybe a santorini wedding who knows maybe listen that would be amazing (laughs) and then my the last question is what is your favorite outfit of the season you have had such amazing fashion you're also so petite so i can imagine like they're doing a lot of alterations on your clothes as like another petite girl but like love it you and carrie probably had so much fun me and Carrie are like the dream team, truly. Um, I will have to say, I'll do like favorite outfit and then favorite rose ceremony. So my favorite rose ceremony uh, dress is the hometown one. Um, so we see it in the previews. It's the black one with the little like kind of bow on the side and like the high slit. Best look ever. And then obviously um, 
the red pantsuit. I think that was just like something we haven't really seen a lot. And um, the hair, the makeup, it was the whole look was a 10 out of 10. So those are my two favorites. So good. Do you get to keep those? Um, some of them. Um, I okay. told you I specifically wanted that black dress off. So yeah. With me. <laughs> I guess like, where are you going to wear 12 I don't gowns. know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think I need and I definitely don't have the space for 12 gowns in my closet. But yeah, the ones that I really fell in love with, obviously, I was like, can I please have? So <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay, well. Um, One last question. All right, keep going. I mean, keep going. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> She's got to catch a flight. She's got to go to Miami. Last question. Last question. <laughs> so we just announced the Golden Bachelor. We, it wasn't us, the franchise. Yeah, yes, <laughs> announced yes. the Golden Bachelor, Gary. Mm-hmm. Do you have you met Gary? What are your thoughts on it? Do you have any advice for him? I have not met Gary, but I could imagine that I will be meeting Gary very soon. I hope at least. Um, Gary is truly the most precious thing I've ever seen. And so I saw his good morning Lyrica interview. I mean, his backstory is incredible. I just love like the whole idea of this like show and the spinoff. It's like obviously we don't really see this in reality TV, just like this um population of of people getting a a shot at love again and so i'm really excited for it i'm excited for gary i hope he finds his person Um, i don't really know the format i'm assuming it's the same way but i don't know what the format's going to be but um any advice for gary um i'm sure he doesn't need any he's lived a lot he has probably so much experience but for me what helped me the most was just being present and trying to be present in every day and not looking too far ahead um i think that can sometimes consume you gets you like you know caught up in it makes you anxious um so just like taking it day by day and really just going with what you feel is best no one else knows only you do so yeah that's what i can give to gary great advice great advice advice. um enjoy enjoy have fun in miami stop giving people your address um (laughs) thank you so much for being here and thank you to our listeners for always tuning in and don't forget new episodes of the bachelorette air every monday at 8 7 central on abc and then stream the next day on hulu Yes, and make sure to tune in to new episodes of Bachelor Happy Hour every week. We're going to have some great guests on. We've got all kinds of exclusive interviews coming up. So don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Thanks again, everyone. Charity, thanks for being here. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye, y'all. Thank you. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 different styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
There's a whole collection of Black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show Black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a Black-led brand, we make room for another Black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. 